0: Live from Orlando, Florida, you're now listening to the Ozone Podcast, the voice of Orlando Magic fans. Join us every week for a unique fan perspective on all of the latest magic news and updates. The show starts now. What's up, Magic fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Ozone Podcast, brought to you by DraftKings and part of the Basketball Podcast Network, where your hosts, Al, myself, Anthony. Today is Thursday, December 30th. Getting really close to that brand new year of 2022. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about how COVID took over the NBA, really impacting the Orlando Magic. Franz Wagner climbing to that number one rookie ladder spot. And then a little bit about a new clip that just uh, kind of floated around the internet of Jonathan Isaac and whether or not we should panic. What's up, Al?
1: What's going on, man?
0: Al, the last episode that we had, first and foremost, I I just want to apologize to everyone. Uh, We've missed, what, the last two weeks? We had the holidays and then uh, Al and I both had to go into our own health and safety protocols, (laughs) kind of got hit with um, what we can and cannot confirm is COVID. We have no idea what it is because I was not able to get tested. You weren't able to get tested. We're both vaccinated Um, and how everything is, man, it's COVID is kind of taking over the world again. Can you believe we're getting right back into all the drama and all the all the mess
1: so the biggest thing is, like, I felt like when we got vaccinated, things were getting better. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get vaccinated just to be safe and just to, you know, put that behind me. And here we are, man, back in it again. Um, but surprisingly enough, though, like, I just feel like it, we can't shake it. Like, I don't know what's going on. Now the NBA is getting killed with it, too. Um, so I don't know. Thankfully, we're, we're good, though. We had some symptoms, but thankfully, we're, we're both doing okay.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more about the COVID and how it impacted magic in just a few moments. But in the last episode, <clears throat> if you remember, we talked about how you were fortunate enough to be part of a focus group. Al, how was that focus group or some of the questions that were asked and what you get from it?
1: Yeah, man. So it was a fun experience uh, getting to go into that room with other magic personalities or people that follow the magic as much as we do. And it included season ticket holders. It included actually Jonathan from the Six Men Show was there as well. Um, and some other Twitter personalities, uh, social media personalities um, that follow the Magic. And it was fun, man. I mean, they, they got to really ask us more, mostly about the City Edition jerseys. Um, how do we feel about them? Do we like them? Um, are we as, as fans of the team buying them? Uh, but then they also got into the logo of the team. Uh, recently, we had that survey that was sent out to all Magic fans. Um, about the the logos of the team. What do we think? What's what's our favorite? I call it the Shaq days, T Mac days, or the current version. So we gave our feedback on that. Uh, Personally, I made a a big deal about the orange. I think we've heard enough how we've had enough of it. We want to transition back to the blue. Um, Another big thing that we talked about was how corporate the team has become. I mean, what made us really a fun team was, you know, the the creativity behind the logos and the jerseys that we had back in the days. Why not go back to that? Why not give us as fans what we've been wanting all these years? Um, So it was fun. I mean, it really was a fun experience. They truly seemed like they cared about our feedback and they're doing multiple sessions. So I think they're doing four in the month of December. So we'll see around June, July, if, if our feedback really counts. One feedback that someone in the room gave was, can we be invited back and shown these logos before they go, you know, to production. Can, can we get our feedback into what's coming out for next season or for the next rebrand, whatever it may be. Um, so we'll see if they do that. That'll be really fun. Um, but I'll ask you, I know you weren't fortunate enough to go, but I'll ask you, do you like the city edition jerseys? Do you like what Nike has done with that? And what would you change if you had the I like chance?
0: like how you added that little dagger at the end. You weren't fortunate enough to go yourself. I Listen, went, but you didn't.
1: But I want, I want your feedback. <laughs>
0: um yeah so for those that weren't fortunate enough to go like myself it's okay (laughs) because i i wasn't cool enough to get invited i didn't get sent to a nice little suite with food and drinks before (laughs) the game um yeah man i think the city the city editions was a a really good experiment from nike i'm over it like I, i don't like, I, I'm, it's great that they were able to experiment, but I'm an old school guy, man. Just give me my pinstripes, give me my damn pinstripes and I'll be happy. But it's, it's good to see that they're asking these questions and hopefully from what you gathered in the information that you provided, you were as open and honest. Did you update them with, um, did you add what we discussed a little plan that we had and when you're going to tell them about that, we don't, yeah, jerseys are nice, but can we get updates on injuries? Did you add that? Like we discussed I'm pretty sure we, we pre-planned about that.
1: We, I didn't get to that point, but we did make plenty of jokes around, you know, all the injuries that we've gone through the last few years. So I, it wasn't quite what we practiced, but we did throw it out there that we can, can we impact that some way, somehow?
0: To our listeners, I did my best to prepare. Al, Al <laughs> from what it sounds like, Al, you did not follow through.
1: I didn't follow through. Al. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, man. So since since our last episode, we had what about maybe six games. We had some we had two wins um, against Brooklyn, and Atlanta, man, this this last, you know, six games have been rough, man, because we really haven't had a full roster. COVID has really impacted the whole entire NBA. Um, the G League right now, they're having an opportunity of a lifetime because they're getting calls up left and right. Um, and a lot of our players have been impacted. We really haven't seen Terrence Ross um, in a little while and it, and it's not just covid with us it's it's injuries also so we yep. really haven't had a full healthy healthy team um, in quite some time how has it been for you you've you're a big fan of bj johnson so it's really nice to see him back Um, but wh- what are your thoughts on on what we've seen from the g league players and then also i saw a report that said that um, some NBA executives are not happy that the commissioner decided not to pause the season, that he's really kind of stringing this out. Um, do you think that it, that maybe that should be something that they consider?
1: I don't think so, man. I think the NBA has got to find a way to continue. Um, I mean, what they're doing now, it, it does seem a little bit crazy when you think about the most teams like the magic are filled with G leaguers and 10 day contracts at the same time. It's kind of fun. I mean, you mentioned those wins against Brooklyn and Atlanta. Those wins were literally won by G Leaguers, and those ten day contracts. Those guys were playing super hard. They came out. And they surprised those teams. They were not expecting them to play so well, and they helped us win those games. Um, so it's kind of fun in that way. But as a fan of the team, it kind of sucks. I mean, I'll be one hundred percent honest. I haven't been to a game this past week and a half. Like I just I've been selling my tickets because not for nothing. I'm not going to go to Amway and see the Lakeland guys and, and drive and pay for the parking and all that stuff. So it, it takes away from what we want to see from the Cole Anthony's and the Mo like we want to see those guys play um so it's different I, I'm still watching the games I'm still entertained by them but it's different again you're not really seeing what you want to see except France which we'll talk about plenty uh in this episode um but it's fun to see the guys again like BJ Johnson unfortunately he also entered the health and safety protocols uh here the last in the last couple of days um hasani was balling and playing so well he's now entered health and safety protocols so it's unfortunate that we cannot see these guys kind of get a rhythm for the magic are doing and show us what they can do at the nba level uh but it's been fun to see i just honestly i'm ready to turn the page and get my healthy players back and see the real magic get out there on the court
0: did you find it weird that hasani was playing that into the health and safety protocols in the middle of the game
1: that was was really strange
0: that was strange right
1: if you ask me, let him finish the game at that point. Like, hey, might as well. I mean, you already high fived your your teammates and spent shoot around and all these things with your 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 teammates. So, I don't know. It was weird,
0: it's super weird. I thought it was really off, and, and the way that they announced it is like kind of announced it silently to where it wasn't <laughs> a big deal. <clears throat> um. Now, with with that in mind, I, I mean, I I understand the like. I wouldn't want the league to to. Postpone the season or pause the season, like you know, we're we're tanking, not tanking, but we're tanking. Like this, I'm ready to get this season done and over with, man. Like uh, I'm trying to get to where we're where we need to be. Yeah, at the same time, it would be nice. So if they did, like the contrary on that or the pro on that would be, it would give us a little more time with Jonathan Isaac and markel Folds. Maybe they come back sooner in, in in regards to you know the entry of of the games and whatnot. Um, but at the same time, man, just keep, keep it going. I like the fact that Adam Silver is, is making sure that that training stopping, um, because last season was rough, man. And you don't want it to impact the season come the, the upcoming season and the scheduling being all off again. That was brutal. They already ruled out the fact that there wasn't going to be another NBA bubble. That's not going to happen. Um, I think that it's a right call, man. Don't, don't postpone the season. Get by and all the NBA teams, they're they're doing whatever they can to make sure that they have enough healthy bodies on the floor as hard as that may be.
1: Yeah. My my biggest thing is I, I would hate to see like the lottery get pushed till June and the draft get pushed to September. Like again, we suffer enough. Just give me the draft, give me the lottery. I want to see where we are next year already. Um, and more than that, like I said, then everything just gets delayed. And and I wouldn't want that to happen. Like get through it some way somehow. It does suck i will say for those teams that are competing for a playoff seed, it because does. it's hard like imagine the magic 100%. we're playing really well and they're the sixth seed or something i would be upset yeah definitely so, so to that to that extent i do agree with some of those gms that are not happy like hey like, it, it's costing us perhaps a playoff uh seed this year so i can understand that
0: i get it and um if if that were my team i would be upset but it's not so i don't feel bad at all there you go <laughs> Now, um, with this comes with experimentation. How did you like seeing uh, Franz Wagner play the point guard position?
1: Man, um, if there's one guy that's benefited from all this, it's Franz Wagner. Like this kid has gotten to be a point guard. He's gotten to play 38 minutes a night. He's played the center position a couple times. Like he's doing it all out there, and, and it's shown. I mean, you, you mentioned it already, but he's number one now in the rookie ladder. I think. That goes to speak to what he has been able to do during this last two weeks not, on, not only scoring points but creating for others um running the pick and roll really really well I, i'm lost for words man i don't know even know how to describe this kid anymore he's doing so many amazing things on the court and this is a kid that a few months ago looked completely lost on the court like he couldn't figure it out he couldn't shoot he couldn't he didn't know where to dribble all of a sudden he is running this team and again I keep saying this, through all this losing, all this tough challenge we're going through, all the injuries, there's only one bright spot right now. It's a few, but one really that shines brighter. That's Franz Wagner. I mean, it's unreal what he's been able to do.
0: Yeah, like how is this the same guy, bro? How is this the same? Everybody was concerned in summer league. We We've said this numerous times on the podcast. But there's no way that anyone could have ever expected what we're seeing. You know, it was awesome. He had a career night, dropped 38 points. He should have really hit that 40, bro. Yeah. Like that, that shot, the last shot that he took, because he was really going for it. That that last shot from the arc looked good. I thought he was gonna hit it. If he would have hit it, it looked like you know, it's it, it would have been well deserved. Um, but the fact that you know he had a career night, had the uh the Wolverines in there watching him, had Coach Howard out there watching him, I thought all around, man, the dude is is easily the best thing that could have happened to this franchise. Uh, If you take a look at, you know, how he's scoring the basketball, it's literally in so many different ways. It's not just, he, he doesn't have like his, like just a go-to move that he does over and over again. He's, he's penetrating. He's running the fast break. He's getting other teammates involved. He's throwing alleys. He's shooting jump shots from, from the corner three. He's doing pump fakes. He's uh, doing Euro steps. Like, this dude is literally mad. Like he, he is everything you want in a basketball player. And the fact that he is, he is as big as he is, as versatile as he is, um, it really makes you think. Like, damn, is how is this his rookie season? Like, how much better could this guy really get? Like, is it the part that kind of scares me? Is that he's making people really invest in him? I'm invested in him. You're mm-hmm. invested in him. We tried to buy a, a Franz Wagner jersey, and we couldn't. We're upset about it, but we're still going to wait to buy it. People are invested. <clears throat> but what if it's just a one-season
1: thing? I mean, I don't think so, man, because like you mentioned already, his his repertoire offensively is ridiculous. Like you mentioned, floaters. He attacks the rim really, really well for his height and the position that he plays. Finishes strong. He can dunk on people. He can shoot the three. decent mid-range shots. So what he's showing me is that he can get it done multiple ways. And he can get it done whether he is the primary ball handler or if he is just simply in the corner waiting for for the open shot. So that's what's really amazing to me, that as a rookie, this kid is doing it in so many different ways. I mean, it just crossed my mind, but we wanted Jalen Green so bad. What was it about Jalen Green that we liked so much? Athleticism. He dunks on people. He can shoot the three. He can create off the dribble. Well, guess what, man? This kid is doing it at 6'10", still growing. He could be 6'11 pretty soon. He's a great defender, which Jalen Green is not. He's proven to be, I'm going to knock on every single wood I can find in this room, proven to be healthy, which Jalen Green has proven not to be so far. He's already missed about a month, a month and a half of his rookie season. So when you add up all those things, man, like I cannot see this kid not being successful. And mind you, he's playing with G-leaguers right now. He's playing with guys that, Look at what the Milwaukee Bucks were doing. They were double teaming him, this guy. With Giannis on him, they were still double teaming him. So what about when Markel comes back, when G.I. comes back, when Cole Anthony is, is having one of those nights and he's scoring 30 points, you can't double team him. So what, what can he do in those in those situations? And that's what I can't wait to see as a fan, is our healthy Magic team, to see all these guys really play the way they should. Because right now, Cole Anthony has stretches where he was really overly utilized, like taking 30 shots, 28 shots, because he needed to what would they look like when they actually have guys that need to be paid attention to on the court? That's going to be really fun to see. And I think that's going to make France a better player, uh, if anything. So I don't know. I don't see him slowing down anytime soon.
0: Yeah, I feel like the small three position has been one of our biggest holes for a while. We experimented a lot with, you know, either Aaron Gordon playing the three, the small time period that we had Jonathan Isaac back at the three. And for the first time in a really long time, Uh, Franz Wagner is is that perfect fit. And just thinking of what this lineup is going to look like once we get these healthy players back, Cole Anthony, Markel, Franz, Jonathan Isaac, Wendell together on the court for the first time, it's going to really open a lot of eyes um, across the league, and it's going to really change the perspective on the Orlando Magic. Um and, w- and with that said, man, he's again, man, he's just an he's an all around guy and he does things the right way. His he has a really high basketball IQ. And you're right, he's he does it on both ends on the floor, offensively and defensively. Yeah, you know, he played 38 minutes in that Bucks game. He dropped 38 points. He's making every moment matter. Um, and he's not doing this selfishly. But it, it gets to a point that you're watching you're in your mind, you're just like, give him the ball because he does, he makes magic happen. No pun intended. He gets people involved. People are worried about him. He's a big dude. He's pulsing people up. He's driving. He's quick with the basketball. I'm, I'm so, I'm so hyped that we have this man on our team because one, that was not the reaction anyone had on draft night at all. And he is making everyone extremely apologetic for it. And I'm, I'm all here for it.
1: And one thing we haven't seen enough is his cutting abilities, which was what really made him highlight coming out of college. This kid can cut like one of the best guys doing it, which gets him easy points. Imagine now when you have to guard him at the three-point line, we have to be aware of his driving abilities, but hey, guess what? Now Markel's dribbling the ball up the court. You got to pay attention to him also and call in the corner. This kid's going to be cutting day and night and getting easy points. So that's what I'm saying. Like he may not have the ball in his hands as much when these guys come back and they're healthy, But he'll be able to get so many easy baskets just because of what you can't guard him just one particular way.
0: But that's, that's the thing, man. When, when we, when we were scouting him beforehand, he was always known as a player that didn't need the ball in his hands to be effective on the court. Mm -hmm. And what we're getting is a guy that's extremely effective with the ball in his hands on the court. That's what we're getting. And he's creative. Like he's driving to the basket going right, but he's finishing with his left. He's also hitting 10 for 10 free throws on the line to get to his 38 points. Like he's he it's it's really how do you want it? How do you want this man to score on you? Pick and choose, and he's able to do it. And he's 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 a damn rookie, man. And I'm I'm happy to see that the NBA respect they 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 realize, understand, seize, acknowledge that this man is the number one on the rookie ladder. And I honestly can't see that falling anywhere past three. Like it that's it, it's solidified at that top three spot. For sure, he deserves, in my opinion, rookie of the year. I'm biased, but he definitely deserves it.
1: And you know one thing too is, as the team gets healthier, I expect the Magic to win more games. And that's also going to get him a little more respect because Absolutely. right now, Cade has been number one a couple times, <clears throat> but they're losing a ton of games. Um, the Cavaliers have been amazing, and that's helped Mobley a lot get into the top that top seed, But they keep getting injuries a lot, so I don't know how long they'll they'll last with this amazing record. Toronto was kind of here and there. So if the Magic can win some games when this team gets healthy, that's only going to help his cost even more. Um, so I'm excited, man. I mean, I don't know if he's going to end up pulling it off and winning Rookie of the Year, but the simple fact that this kid is being compared to Kid Cunningham and, you know, Evan Mobley, who were guys that were top three for sure in this draft. And here's Franz Wagner out of nowhere. And mind you, the best part of all this, Jalen Suggs struggled big time this season so far. If this kid can bounce back the way that Cole Anthony did last year or he's doing this year and prove to be the player that he's supposed to be, oh my God, that's a whole other dimension to this team. So there's so many things to be positive about and to look forward to. Unfortunately, though, it's a lot of losing, a lot of injuries that we're dealing with right now, but it's it's only going to get better.
0: Yep, and just to put it in perspective, right now he leads rookies first in points, first in field goals, third in three-point shots, second in free throws, sixth in rebounds, fourth in assists. Second in steals, fifth in blocks, and then first in minutes.
1: Only France. <laughs> Only
0: France. Only France. Only um, France. Definitely, they, it's it's. I mean, it's it's. It should be unanimous, man. Mm-hmm. This dude's going to end up winning uh, Rookie of the Month, hands down. But we really want that that hardware. Give us that Rookie of the Year. We haven't won an award in a really long time. We deserve it just as bad as Franz deserves it, or just as much as France deserves it for sure. Now the the Orlando Magic, we have haven't had the best of luck with injuries. And we had recently um definitely a scare where we had Wendell Carter kind of fall on the ground. <clears throat> and we there was a lot of concerns because when he fell to the floor, he got wheel wheelchaired off. So let me let me hear from you. First, what were your initial thoughts when it happened? And then what were your afterthoughts, knowing that, you know, it wasn't that bad.
1: So this is the last game I went to at Mway, and I, I saw it happen right in front of me. And unfortunately, it brought back memories all of a sudden to Markel, to J.I. The way that he landed, the way that he was looking at his leg, the way he was taken off the court. It seemed like it was the worst possible thing that would have happened to this guy. And it, again, you just think the worst. As a Magic fan, when have we had an injury that looked bad and turned out to be good in the last few years? It hasn't. Um, but thankfully, as you mentioned, some way, somehow the basketball gods finally did us a favor and he only missed two games, man. It's ridiculous to think. The way that it looked, he only missed two games. Um, so ex- definitely we got lucky on that one. It just seems to be a really bad knee-to-knee hit uh, when it happened. But then again, the way that he reacted just looked so much worse. So I'm glad because, again, these young guys need all the playing time they can get, all the development on the court they can get this season, when games really don't matter that much anymore. Um, and it would have really sucked to have him out for, let's say, 10, 20, 50 games, and not get that that development. So honestly, we got lucky in that one, and I'm glad that we did.
0: Yeah, Wendell is such a big part of of this team now and in the future. He's averaging 12.8 points a game, 10 rebounds. Um, I wanna he I wanna see our our team fully healthy to see what we have. Wendell and Jonathan Isaac haven't shared a court together in a real game. Koa Anthony and had has Koa Anthony Jonathan Isaac played together in a game? I can't remember. No, no right. No, no, so, what do we have? we we have no idea, and the fact that you know when it when that happened and we saw the wheelchair, we're like, man, this is seriously happening. Like we cannot catch a break to save our life. You know he already had the issues where he got hit in the eye and he's wearing goggles. Now we have this knee injury, like we we can't what's going on? <clears throat> and mind you, this is a player that is prone to injuries. The yep. majority of his time in Chicago was him with injuries. So Chicago really gave up on him early, and we're getting another player on our roster that has issues with injuries. So you automatically think the worst.
1: And don't forget, we just gave an extension too. So it kind of brought Correct. back memories to J.I. Markel, who we paid, deservedly so, but then they ended up getting hurt right after. So that came to my mind too. Like, man, we just paid this guy here we go again. So, again, we, we definitely caught a break. And, man, we, we were due for one. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, so really fortunate. And honestly, I thought the way that our front office operates that he was going to be out for a little while. And the fact that he missed minimal games, he's already back in action. is really good to see that it wasn't anything majorly serious. Now, we also got to see Markell finally warm up at the Amway before the game, which we haven't got to see yet um What are your thoughts on that? Does this mean anything? Are we expecting for him to come back sooner than later? What are your thoughts?
1: Oh man, he's close. Uh, he definitely is. I know he practiced with a team out in LA a few weeks ago. Uh, people got excited thinking, oh, he'll play in that road trip. I, I didn't see that as a real thing. Uh, knowing the Magic, he's been practicing with the G League. We know that with Lakeland, uh, but this just means he's that much closer. We're now able to see him warm up. He's, he see his up graded or his new jump shot after a whole year of not seeing it. Um, If you ask me, I think we see him in early January. I think that's when he comes back. Um, I keep saying this, the game that I have circled as my ideal date for him to come back is Wednesday, the fifth against Philadelphia. Like it's just perfect. Um, So we'll see. That will also mark, I think, exactly a year that he's been out with this injury, which I think is enough time to see him back on the court. Um, so again, he's in practice, he's warming up with the team. I cannot see Markel be now more than a couple of weeks, if that.
0: Hopefully not. Didn't we didn't you say that he's gonna be back before Christmas? Didn't you say before the end of the year?
1: I think you I think did. I said before the end of the I think year, you but did. I, de- I, I definitely said before JI. That for sure. Is, I remember saying.
0: That's still up for debate.
1: Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL has a no-brainer offer that'll make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so you know someone's going to light the lamp. If Sportsbook is not available in your state yet, no worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prices with their first deposit. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wager required. One per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred gambler.
0: And looking at Chuma he seems to be coming back to form. Since December seventeenth, he's been averaging twelve point eight points per game, five point five rebounds, three point eight steals. So he's playing really, really well. He's also shooting at least thirty percent from the three point line, which is a really big upgrade. Uh, what are your thoughts on being able to see, you know, some of that old Okiki back?
1: Man, I, I, I I'll. Take the. I'll actually throw myself out there and say I was completely wrong. Um, on the last episode, I went really hard at Chuma. I really, really went hard at him. People in the comments were were taking notice of that. But he bounced back, man. He bounced back. But I think the biggest thing that, that changed was the ball was in his hands a lot more. Um, and he was back in the starting lineup, which I don't know what that means. I don't know if he just doesn't like the, the bench role. if the guys he's playing with on the bench don't know his game just yet. Uh, but man, he looked much better, especially in the defensive end. He was a lot more aggressive, as you mentioned. Um averaging what did you just add? 3.8 assists. I'm sorry, 3.8 steals. That's just again, it just shows Huge. his aggressiveness on on the on the defensive end. Um and then scoring the ball. Not only scoring, but hitting some big shots. Uh in that win against Brooklyn, that win against Atlanta. He hit some big threes down the stretch. Um, so again. Great to see, but unfortunately he went into the COVID protocols and we haven't seen him here the last few days. Um, So he should be out a couple of, maybe a week or so more, but it's unfortunate because he was just getting it going.
0: Yeah. And then also Gary Harris, he's been playing really well as well. Um, December, he's averaging 15.3 points per game and shooting 43% from the three point line. What has changed for Gary? We've been pretty hard on him also. It seems like, you know, he's really hit a tough patch um you know the the whole entire season and now we're kind of one needing him to turn it around but to actually see him doing it um is definitely a a a good refresh for us refresh for him um because this is a player that you know played really really well for Denver and we were expecting for him to kind of transition that leadership over um to us and we haven't seen him but the month of December you know we're starting to get flashes of that back
1: yeah i think the biggest thing for him is he's finally healthy I, I know we were rough on him and, and basically, you know, again, we, we attacked him pretty hard. Cause he honestly was not good. Let's, let's be honest. He wasn't playing well. Um, but I think he's finally healthy. He's finally, again, being in the starting lineup. I think it also helps him, helps him a little more prepare for the games and know what to expect of him. Um, and he's looking a lot more like Evan Fournier out there, like that that shooting guard that hits the threes, plays decent defense, and he's helping the young guys out there. Um we need that to last uh because the trade that line, I think I checked yesterday. It's around 43, 42 days away. So we're getting closer and closer. And if this guy can play at this level through the trade deadline, one of two things. You either keep him and sign him for a cheap contract if if you can, or you trade him for for something decent, a first round pick, something like that, if this type of production continues. Um, But again, he needs to keep it up in order for us to get something of value back. Because if he goes back to the old ways, that won't be the case.
0: Yeah, we really need his uh, his ability to create, to shoot, whether it's in the starting lineup or off the bench, um, because eventually, you know, the cavalry is coming and we got a lot of these vets that are dying to get on the court and play. <clears throat> and we really want to be able to showcase these players because you're right. Trade deadline is coming um, sooner rather than later. And we want to be able to at least show the value that we have uh, because we want to continue to grow this this nucleus that, that we have. So thank you, Gary. It's about time, man. Welcome yes, to the sir. show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, the big thing that, that has happened in social media just recently is that Cole Anthony was taking a video of Mo Bamba and <clears throat> the the video that he posted on social media, you can see Jonathan Isaac walking behind uh, Mo Bamba. And for maybe like it, it couldn't have been more than a second and a half. It, it wasn't a long clip, um, but you see Jonathan Isaac walking through. And the walk seemed a little, a little funky. Suspect, <laughs> uh, yeah, a little, a little suspect in the sense where he he looked and and people were were kind of um describing it as he was walking like an old man, right? <laughs> like as if his knee isn't fully healed of the way that he was walking. Is this a cause of concern? Are you worried about that?
1: Nah, man. Uh, we also saw on that famous video of RJ Hampton and Cole Anthony. Bouncing that ball back and forth, the, the weird thing that we doing back in training camp. You also could see Ji walking in the back back in October, and he looked fine when he was walking. Nobody, in the back nobody of that cared video. about that video.
0: Nobody huh? cared about Jonathan Isaac in that video. <laughs> nobody cared. Now we take a look at Jonathan Isaac for half a second, and everyone's going crazy.
1: Exactly. So again, it could have been a million things. I, I jokingly said to you before we started recording, like, what if he was just being goofy and walking like that? And, I don't know, like joking around with a teammate in the background. Yeah, it was Who just hip walk. Yeah, there you we go. Who knows? So, again, I can't take nothing out of that video, I, unfortunately, but I get it. People need something. And I'm going to blame the front office 100% for that. Because if you would be talking to us and telling us what we want to hear, like, hey, G.I. has had a setback. He's going to be out another four months. Cool. We, we're, we know what's happening. We can, he can be limping on the bench. And I, and I know why he had a setback. But unfortunately, we don't know what the heck's going on with J.I. We have no idea. Um, so anything we see of this guy is like, oh my God, it's gold. We have to analyze everything and and see what we can figure out. So nothing to take away from it. But again, I blame the magic for it.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I get it, man. You're, you're, you hit it right on the head. We are not getting any information from anyone. So we have to create our information based on the information that we're (laughs) able to see, you know? So I, I get it. It's not a cause for concern. I'm not worried about it. I feel like I walked that way. If you saw the video, you know, if you're sitting for a long period of time, it looks like, you know, he was sitting down, he got up and you know, he had to stretch his back a little bit. And that's why he was walking awkwardly. But I don't, I don't think it's a big deal. It would have been nice to see more time frame than just analyzing that one second and a half. Um, but I think that is, it's only a matter of time. I Could there be a setback? Probably. Should they tell us if there is? Absolutely. Apparently, in their world, is a bad word to say the word setback, so they don't say anything at all. I mean,
1: at this point, man. It's so where we live in? You you don't miss sixteen months, going on seventeen because of an ACL injury. Just it's unheard of. So they they're not going to admit it, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So this upcoming week, we got uh, Milwaukee, Boston, Chicago, Philadelphia. It's really hard to give predictions to these games, just because again, they're the health and safety protocols. You have so many players coming in and out. Um, you really, you really don't know what to expect. Thank God they stopped the whole Florida State gambling because it, it would have been, it would have been a mess, man. I either would have lost a lot of money or won a lot of money. I'm leaning more towards losing a lot of money. But what are your thoughts on these upcoming games?
1: Um, number one thing is really tough games. All those teams, again, if healthy, are teams that are on the top of the Eastern Conference, all of them. So um, it won't be an easy week. What I'm hoping for is what we saw yesterday in the Milwaukee game. We saw a team that, even though we went down, I think, 30 at one point, we fought back, we, we made it fun, we gave the fans something to cheer on. Um, so make it fun. You know, uh, I don't think France going to go off again because I think Milwaukee will be a little more... Uh, attentive to him uh, in tomorrow's game. But I hope we see the young guys continue to develop. We've seen some good things out of RJ in the last couple of games, especially his effort in the defensive end. So I want to see that continue. He's getting a lot of minutes right now. We got to see improvement from him. And just, I keep saying this every week, man, just stay healthy and hopefully, hopefully we see Markel join the team at some point this week. Um, He can, again, just be an added bonus to all this. Uh, But we should be getting Mo Bamba back. Uh, Terrence Strauss very soon um, so I think we should see the team more back to its normal roster in the upcoming uh, week or so
0: yeah the biggest thing I'm going to be focusing on <clears throat> is really going to be Franz Boogie I want to see him continue you know this this big hot streak that he has great you drop 38 points in front of your former team and coach can you do that again I'm not expecting for him to go out there and, and average 40 points a game, but I definitely want him to continue being aggressive and, and really showcase you know his abilities and and show the NBA world that you know there's a reason why he's he's number one on the NBA rookie ladder. And now that he's there, make sure that no one kicks him off. So that's that's gonna be my biggest focus for sure. For yes, sure. Sir. All right, man. Really good stuff. Quick episode today. Just want to do a quick little recap. Um, I appreciate everyone listening and bearing with us these last two weeks. More episodes coming. That's Redman. man. We'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to the Ozone Podcast, the voice of Magic fans. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Ozone Pod. And remember to subscribe and leave a
1: five-star review on all your favorite podcast listening platforms.